Welcome to the Radical Audacity Podcast. I'm Tiffany Kane, the Heck Yes Coach, and I'm your host. This podcast explores topics that have to do with integrity and authenticity. The radically audacious way of life is not always the easiest way. Often it's the difficult path, but it's the right path. So I want to talk about that a little bit more today with some things that have been going on in my life that I think may have something to do with your life as well. And I'm interested to have a conversation with you about it. I specifically want to talk about imposter syndrome. Oh, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is, I don't know, this myth, this story that we've been told that um, when we feel like we're faking that we are not actually who people think we are, that somehow we're imposters, right? And this imposter syndrome, quote unquote, thing, um, I think has been fed to us as like, here's this this way you feel. Oh, you're you're feeling unsure. You're feeling anxious. Oh, that's imposter syndrome. So I, I really want to dig into it. I recently hosted, coordinated and hosted a summit called the Raise Your Volume Summit. And the first day of the summit was completely 100% dedicated to imposter syndrome. You probably heard the um, the the little mini episode that I did where I took a chunk of Dr. Candace Norcutt's talk about imposter syndrome and shared it with you. I'm going to link that here. She really talked about how so many times the way that we feel is so rooted in the past stories of ourself, and maybe it's generational stories um, of, of what we come from and the things that as a society, as a gender, as just people in general, the, the things that we feel now are often passed down to us. You know, they're, they're kind of in our DNA. They're in our societal programming. And so here we find ourselves as women, as female identifying people. And so many times we feel less than, we feel not qualified. My friends and I often talk about this. We're like, oh, if this was a man in this situation, he would have an insane amount of confidence about doing whatever it is he's doing. I mean, look at Elon Musk and Twitter. He fully believed he could buy it and take over and change it and make Twitter a better place. I guarantee women would be am I would be in that situation. Am I qualified for it? Should I do I really have the the knowledge and the experience for this? What what is this something I should be doing? And so a lot of times as women we hold ourselves back. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this in a couple of ways because there's the good side of this, there's the bad side of this, right? Like there's a shadow side, there's a good side. I'm going to talk about the shadow side of imposter syndrome first, and then we'll talk about the good side. So the shadow side of imposter syndrome is when we say, oh, I'm not qualified for this. I'm not good enough for this. Um, People are saying these nice things to me, but I don't really deserve it. So let me give you an example. 
Just this past weekend, my partner David and I coordinated and hosted an in-person meetup for podcasters. And it was really great. It was so wonderful. However, the people there, the podcasters that were there were all way more experienced than we were. And when I say all, there were probably two or three there that that were not. But here we were, the coordinators and the hosts of this event, and we were the least experienced. I mean, I've been very transparent with you. Those of you that have been following me from the beginning, you know, this podcast is 15 months old. My other podcast just hit a year. And my partner, David, and I have been in this business, you know, for a year. Our business hit a year old in November. And so we're, we're kind of babies in this industry. We're good at what we do. I mean, David's been in the audio industry for more than 20 years, and I have been doing uh, professional development for several years and been in the education world for 20 years. So we're good at what we do, but in the podcasting world, we're kind of babies, right? And so here we are coordinating this event, and we have all these... <laughs> amazing people there. It was such an incredible event. I mean, we had the coordinator of PodFest Expo, Chris Kremizos, come and he he puts on the largest podcasting conference for independent contractors or independent <laughs> independent podcasters. So we he was there, traveled all the way from Florida to be there. And then we had other podcasters there that have been podcasting for more than 10 years. Like 13, 15 years, which in the podcasting world, like you're OG, you're the beginning. And we had a blast. It was so incredible to meet the people we met, but both of us walked away from that and went, oh my goodness, kind of this feeling of who do we think we are doing this? Like, wow. And because we were the hosts and the coordinators, we had a certain amount of respect. Like the people really appreciated what we did. Um, we've had new partnerships come out of it. People saying, oh, we'd love to partner with you on this project. We'd love to partner with you on that project. So it's been fantastic. But it's really leaving me in particular in a place of, oh, do I deserve this? Like I'm a baby podcaster. Do I really deserve this? And it's so interesting. It's so interesting how our brains do that to us. Like we do something good. We we do something audacious. I mean, this was an audacious event. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you a little bit about this event. <laughs> I reached out to Chris, who is the founder of Podfest Expo. I knew he was doing a tour of the country. And I said, Chris, we would love to host you out here in California. And I I kind of was working on him a little bit. And about two weeks ago, he said, okay, all right, we'll come out. We're going to be in Colorado on the 10th and we'll fly out to Florida, I mean, to California on the 11th. And so I had two weeks, David and I had two weeks to organize this event and find the people. We'd never put on an in-person event before. So we had two weeks to find a location and put this event on and it, it that was a huge it was a huge undertaking and we found sponsors to pay for the food at the event so that people it could be free in 2 weeks we made it so that everybody that came could have a free event we found three well four sponsors for the event we had 
prizes to raffle off. We had speakers. Like it, it ended up being a thing. Like it ended up being great. So we we did a really incredible thing in just two short weeks, right? And yet, and yet, and yet, I'm walking away feeling like, oh, do they really know who I am? Like all these people that are now like, hey, let's partner. Hey, come be a guest on my podcast. Hey, let's do this thing together. Do they really know who I am? I'm just a baby podcaster. And so then it got me really thinking, why do we do this to ourselves? I can't be the only one. I am sure if you are listening that you have had a situation where you have worked really hard for something and you have accomplished something. And then when people acknowledge your accomplishment, you start going, oh, I don't know, maybe it wasn't that hard. Maybe what I did wasn't that much. Maybe uh, maybe you're kind of overinflating what I did. I don't know, right? I mean, please tell me I'm not the only one. <laughs> so that's the shadow side of imposter syndrome. But there's a good side too. The good side is we realize we can't do these things alone. And I think for me, what I take from imposter syndrome is really realizing anytime my imposter syndrome is really strong, it means I'm trying to do too much on my own. And if I really reach out to people and I find partnerships and I find collaborations and I find people that I can do things with, then I feel so much more qualified and and take so much more satisfaction in what happens in the outcome. And so that to me, um, maybe these imposter syndrome feelings, the good thing of them is it encourages me to go out there and reach out and ask for help and make those connections and get those collaborators. And it's always a much richer experience when that happens. I mean, this event that we put on, David and I had been talking about putting a live event on for forever. And the reason it came together was because Chris from PodFest Expo said, okay, if you are the hosts, then I will help you promote it and we'll we'll do all of this. And um, so we ended up co-hosting with him basically. And it ended up being amazing. Having that partnership, right? Having that person, you know, he acted as a mentor to us. It was our first event. He's put on over 2000 events. So brilliant mentor. And he was so kind and so generous and such a wonderful mentor. So it ended up, you know, being this absolutely incredible experience. Long story short, imposter syndrome is kind of a story we tell ourselves. It's really a story that comes from us comparing ourselves to others, right? Here I was in the room with all these people and I'd done a lot of hard work. David and I did a lot of hard work to put this together. We busted our patookies. We hustled and we put a great event together. And I'm in a room full of people that were really appreciative of the coming together and saw the hard work and appreciated it. And me standing there comparing myself to them is kind of disrespectful, right? It's telling them this gratitude that you have for the work that I did 
I'm going to take down a couple notches because I'm going to feel bad about myself. And so your gratitude's not really going to hit because I'm going to be like, oh yeah, you're, oh, thanks for saying thank you. But you know, I didn't, I don't really deserve it. I'm not, you know, who you think I am. That That's like taking their gift of gratitude and stomping it in the ground, right? So imposter syndrome really is a way for us to um, kind of distance ourselves from others. It's a, a place where we are being judgmental. We're judging ourselves and we're kind of judging others. And we're holding ourselves to a standard that is unkind to ourselves, right? Instead of saying, wow, look at this accomplishment. Look at what I did. Or look at who I am, because sometimes just being is enough. You don't even have to do anything. You just, you are enough because you are. Imposter syndrome doesn't allow us to feel that. So I'm here with you today to say that I've been thinking a lot about this and I am not letting these quote unquote imposter syndrome feelings stop me. I'm remaining curious about them. I'm remaining interested into why they are happening. And I'm going forward, full throttle, fully enjoying this journey. Because my friends, this growth journey, oh, it is uncomfortable. And it is amazing. It's both at the same time. And I'm just so happy to be on this journey. And I'm so happy that you're here with me. I want to hear from you. When do you feel imposter syndrome the most? And what do you do about it? How do you talk yourself through it? How do you walk yourself through it? Do you let imposter syndrome stop you or do you keep going? I want to hear from you. I want to hear your take on imposter syndrome. There are amazing people in this audience, you listeners, you are phenomenal. You have so much experience. You're so intelligent. I want to hear from you. How do you feel about imposter syndrome? So reach out to me. If you look in the show notes, you will see there is a link to click on where you can actually leave me a voice message and I will use your voice message in an episode. Or you can find me on Instagram and DM me. I love when you reach out and tell me how you feel about an episode. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you get notified every time a new episode comes out. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to raise the volume of your voice. I'm listening. <laughs>